Bonjour tout le monde. Je suis Angélique Voices et bienvenue. You're at the Polyglot Stop, a podcast on language, language learning, and sociolinguistics from a polyglot's point of view. Improve your day and head over to Twitter or Instagram and follow the podcast at polyglottalpod so you can share your thoughts about episodes and get some updates too. Okay, on with the episode. Today, I am being joined by a very good friend of mine, Mike, who is an English teacher in South Korea at the university level. We talk about his experiences in the country, he's been there a while, and as a teacher. The episode has been edited for brevity, so when you hear this sound, that's the spot where I've skipped ahead to the end of the interview so you can get Mike's social media details. But if you enjoy this conversation as much as I did and you want to catch the episode in its entirety, then become a patron at patreon.com slash angeliquevoices. You'll get to hear more about Mike's thoughts on teaching and his experiences in the classroom. All right, let's talk to Mike. Welcome to the show, Mike. Hello, Angelique. <laughs> so glad that you were here, and we finally have—we're finally able to actually do this um, across time zones. We've made it work. So, please, Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? <laughs> okay, so I'm Mike. Hello, everybody. Um, I'm from the states, USA. Um, currently, I am living and teaching in South Korea in Seoul. Uh, I've been here about a little bit over a decade, uh, teach English at the university, and uh, I've been here just doing my thing. Um, as Angelique knows, I love <laughs> tennis, and I love who, Angelique? I didn't know you loved tennis, but I, I, I <laughs> yes. mean, the first thing I thought you were going to say was Wendy Williams. Well, yes, I, I, I do love her as well. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say. I love no, okay, like, okay, okay. I, I, like, Since when? I, I, I do love, I do love Wendy Williams, but I love. Um, Serena Williams. Serena, yes, good job, Serena Williams. So I'm a big right. Serena Williams fans. Right. Um, so I, I should have guessed because you said tennis. Uh, but we were just, for anyone who's like, how come she doesn't know her friend at all? It's because we were, before we started recording, we were talking about Wendy Williams. So there was, That's true. that was who was in my head. Anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway, so yes, continue. yes. No, 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 it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. So I, I love tennis, but, be, but besides Wendy and tennis, uh, I enjoy to, to travel. Um, I love traveling. Um, whenever I get time um, off from work, I usually go somewhere. Um, I think traveling is just, it heals everything. Once you travel the world, you see, how other people live, you just realize um, how really small your world really is. And it's not about you, you know? And, yeah. you know, you really, you really have to um, take a step back and realize that we're really all the same. So, um, but I do enjoy traveling. Um, I recently, um, within the past, maybe, um, I mean, we can talk about this later in another time, um, maybe the past, two or three years, mm -hmm. I've started to get involved in investing. Um, something that they don't teach mm -hmm. us in high school, which I would have really thought is um, investing. And um, 
that really opened my eyes to like, whoa, why wasn't I doing this when I was 15? <laughs> and like, right. Um, like what? right. So it's, it's, I really got into that and it's like, wow. So that's a new hobby of mine. But besides that, I'm traveling, investing. Um, I'm just living life. I'm just doing the best I can. And just, um, just, just taking it just one day at a time, especially right now with, you know, the whole virus that's happening. And oh, there's a virus happening? There is? Yes, there is. You, you didn't know. You didn't know. I don't well, leave my house. I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, 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 yes. yes. Um, well, it's, it's, yes, it's um, quite challenging, uh, especially being in the foreign country. That's not, um, obviously, I'm not, not in my, my home country, but being in a foreign country and being away from family. Um, it's been quite challenging, but um, thankfully, through the cell phone, we have FaceTime, Facebook, so keep in contact. So and Zoom, so yeah, look, yes, and Zoom, 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 <laughs> Zoom, 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 Zoom. What's that commercial? We had Mad Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Thank you, Zoom, Zoom. Yes, yes, yes. Who would have thought? I made that joke so many times uh, early, like last year, sort of March, March, April, when everyone was was Zooming. That mm-hmm. joke came out of me so many times. I was like, I know what this is. This is Mazda. <laughs> I had to know. Mm-hmm. The Mazda. Mm-hmm. Mazda. My ex drove a, drove a Mazda 6, but that's another story. So. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, um, I, I, that's about, about myself. Um, awesome. Um, awesome. As, as Angelique knows, um, I'm kind of an open book. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I do care like my mouth does go off sometimes I don't think before I speak and I just say what comes to my mind and um but I'm working on it I'm working on it so yes but But, you know there is a there is a charm for you anyway this is this isn't the case for everyone who has that that personality trait but with you anyway there's a certain charm that's like you not only say what you think um but also you are open to other people doing the same, right? So like right, other, people, yes. other people being frank, you are, you're fine with other people being frank with you, um, which I appreciate because, you know, some people, um, there's an expression, they can dish it out, but they can't take it. Um, right. And that expression means for anyone who does not know, if you can dish it out, but you can't take it, it means you can give other people a certain kind of treatment but if they give you the same treatment you get very upset or um you freak out you don't like it at all and you don't handle it well <laughs> so right mike can take it he just yeah i can it's like it. right just like i'm like be honest like just be honest with me and i'll be honest and i'll be um, honest honest with you as well um I, that's just I, that's just how i, I was taught i was taught excuse me just just to be um i was taught to don't lie be honest because when ish hits the fan you're covered that's that's just how yeah. i was raised that you just remember just remember what you said if right you're telling the truth <laughs> right right just yeah. just just be honest and be upfront because mm. life will be a lot easier and it has <laughs> and it has so imagine yeah okay yeah all right. Okay. Yes. So yes. Thank all you right, for all right. telling us about yourself. Um, okay. 
I want to ask you some questions about what you do in South Korea, right? So yes, I know yes. you just, you already told us that you're teaching English at a university. So how and why did you get started teaching English in the first place? Okay, so since I was a child, I used to play school and I will admit, I used to play school, okay? So I've always known I want to be a teacher, but I didn't know exactly what I wanted to teach, okay? So in the seventh grade, um, my seventh or eighth grade, my French teacher, um, in her classroom, um, she had these posters of TWA. And for those of you who don't know, TWA was an airline that was bought out by Americans. Um, it's called Trans World Airlines. And on each poster, she had a city. She had Barcelona, Paris, um, London, um, Johannesburg. Um, Tokyo, and I was like, "Wow, I'm going there!" Like it, like, like wow, I want to go there. So <laughs> I knew I wanted to go abroad always, and I always want to be a teacher. Okay, so teaching English came about um, when I was in my mid twenties. I was working for a very well known clothing company that I won't name, but it was very popular. Um, it kind of still is. But I hated it. Mm -hmm. So at the time, I said, you know what? I want to teach. I, really, I went to school because I want to teach, okay? So I quit that job, and I started to substitute um, in the city I was in. And then I was like, you know what? I, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I used to substitute teach um, at the local school system um, where I was at. And then I said, you know what? I want to go abroad and teach, okay? So I um, hit up my brother who was um, part of the armed forces and he was in South Korea at the time. He was like, yeah, just come over here. I'm here. Um, so I said, okay. So I literally just got online, um, did my research and within a month of my research, I had a plane ticket to South Korea to come teach. It was, it was English. I said, okay, I can do this. Wow. Um, so a yeah, month? yeah, literally in a month, like I start research, the month later I had my ticket. A month, I was shocked at how quickly it was, how quick the whole process went. So I said, okay, um, I can do this. Um, so I went and told my parents. My 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 dad was fine, you know, guys, oh yeah, fine, whatever. And my mom was, and my mom was like, mm. I said, mom, guess what? I got a job. She said, oh really? I said, sit down, <laughs> sit down, sit down. <laughs> and there's more. There, there's more. I told her where, and she got quiet. And I said, "Don't worry, you know my brother's there. You know your son's there, so don't worry." So, um, so that's how I got started. Now, I will say this: um, people ask me um, all the time, "Were you scared?" And I always say, "Hell, yes, I was scared. I mean, <laughs> yes, I was scared." <laughs> Hell yeah, I was scared. Yeah, it's Hell a scary yes, thing. I was scared. Yes, it's a very big thing. I was scared. I'm oh, sorry. Um, can, can, can I cuss? I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. <laughs> sorry. No, but if I, I decide, it, no, I can always bleep it out. I don't care. Go ahead. Speak your mind. And then if I decide I don't uh, want swearing, I'll, I'll censor okay. it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so yes, I was scared. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got to talk English. So I first, so when I left the States, um, I packed everything up. Um, um, I, I, I took care of no business before I left. Uh, I told my friends. Now, what was shocking to me about me moving abroad is my friends were shocked. 
I didn't realize. I thought that they'll be very happy, mm. but they were shocked. And some of them were, I found out later, really upset that I left. And I was oh. like, wow, that was, un- that was unexpected. I, I don't know. Hmm. That was very unexpected. Um, they're like, no, don't go. You stay here. I'm like, no, I need to go. This is what I want to do. Um, the plan was one year. I said, I will be, <laughs> I said, just one year. Okay. Just one year. That's and tell it. the that- good people when it is that you went. What year was it? When? when? Um, I went in 2000 and uh, it was two, 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 <laughs> 2008. What's, what's funny? 2000 and, and eight. The plan was one year. Now, mm-hmm. this is the funny thing. My French joke, you voted for Obama and left. I was like, uh, I sure did. That's hilarious. Is that really what happened? Yeah, like I literally voted because I, I, I voted and I left. I was like, I'm out. But so you said, hey, so you did a good thing. You set the country up for success. And then you said, okay, you can take it from here. Right. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Also, exactly. you can vote from outside of the country too, just so you guys. Yes, know. yes, you can. And we, we can talk more about that as well if you want. Like, um, so I left. Mm-hmm. Now I will say, I will say this. I remember um my dad then comes to the airport. He's like, all right, Michael, I'll see you later. Cause I because my you know, guys like, you know, oh, yeah, you're fine. You'll be all right. Now, my mom took me to the airport and um, she dropped me off. And we, at the time, well, it was, well, at the time she, she came in and we went to, to the um, security gate mm-hmm. and we sat for a while. And I was like, all right, mom, I'm going to do this. She's like, all right. All right, mom, I, I got to go. So I, I gave her a hug. I said, I'll call you when I land. Don't worry. She said, all right. She gave me a hug. And I went through the gate, I turned around and she waved. I said, I'll see you later. I said, all right. And she walked off. I walked off as well. I got to the gate, Angelique sat down and started bawling. I was like, what am you I doing? You hadn't oh. left the, the airport yet? Like you were still in your city? Yes. And I was Aww. like, what am I doing? I was like, oh my God, what, what am I doing? Like, and the person next to me was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm cool. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, I'm just doing something. Moving uh, yeah, I'm just moving. Yeah, moving. world. Right, right. A big deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And so I was like, yeah. And so I was like, all right, all right, all right I'll do this. So I started bawling. Mm-hmm. And so then um, I got on the plane and I left. And then I arrived in South Korea. And that's how I started teaching English. That's amazing. So, I, I'm yeah. saying, I'm yes. saying awe because you cried, but the truth is I cried as well. Uh, right. I, my, both of my parents took me to the airport and right. we are sort of a traveling family. We travel a lot, uh, either together or individually. And mm-hmm. um, so it wasn't new for me to get on a plane. However, I had never moved alone before. Mm-hmm. I had always moved with my family and um I had taken vacations alone before, but I had never moved alone. Mm-hmm. Um, or had I taken vacations alone? I don't think I had at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That was 2010. And I, um, yeah, so for me, you know, it was like, it was chaos. It was very chaotic because similar to you, I decided to, move, I decided I was going in, let me think, January, February, March, April, April. And by August, 
I had my, like I left in August. So I just had the summer at home um, from decision to departure. And it was mm-hmm. just a lot of chaos and packing and making sure everything got done. You know what I mean? You're not really thinking yes. about yes. Um, yes. the reality of, oh my God, I'm going to be on the other side of the planet alone right. in a country right. where I don't speak the language. Did you know any Korean before you left? I knew absolutely. And that's the funny thing. I knew nothing about Korea. Nothing is nothing. Honestly, I, same, only, same. I, I honestly <laughs> knew about the Korean War. Nothing. I, nothing. I learned Hangul. That's enough. Mm-hmm. That's all I learned. I learned how to say all of the different characters in Hangul. So I could read, but I didn't know what I was reading. Do you know what I mean? Until mm-hmm. I would read a sign and I was like, chicken. Oh, chicken. I know what chicken mm-hmm. is because that's mm-hmm. an English word, mm-hmm. but like it's in Hangul. So yeah, it wasn't until we were at the airport and I was about to go through to security where they couldn't follow me anymore. And I hugged them to say goodbye. And that's when the tears started. That's right. Yes. Like, oh my God, this is the last time I'm going to hug you for at least a year. You know, big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I'm definitely not laughing at you for having cried because I definitely cried as well. Right. And it's, and, 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 and you know, his arms. <laughs> right. Right, and you know people. Oh well, well, well. You're yes, I'm. I'm a man, but but I was scared. Hell, I was scared. Men cry. I was nervous. I was nervous, but once I got on the plane, but once I arrived here, and I remember because my brother picked me up from the airport, and he was like, "What's up?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." He came, and also one of the guys from my job was there as well, Mm -hmm. and so the so so they picked me up. And I just remember, and they took me to um, they took me to, to downtown to my hotel, which which you know the hotels here. I was at a um, I, I was at a um, a love motel. Uh, yeah, love motel. Yes, uh-huh. and for those of you who don't know, that's 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 another conversation. Anyway, so I remember. I can tell them about love motels later, but just all they yes. need to know is that it's a it's a motel and it's a motel that you can pay by the hour if you so need uh, or desire. Yes. Um, yes. So, but they usually, I mean, some of them are very nice. Yeah. Like jacuzzis and whatnot. Angelique. This, this one wasn't. No, it wasn't nice. But oh. I'm like, yes. I'm like, well, how come these are advertised online? These are nice. Yeah. There's not, well, not that I, well, anyway, so. <laughs> That's kept secret. Anyway, let's move on. Anyway, let's move on. So, <laughs> um, um, I remember the distinct smell of Korea. It wasn't a bad smell. It was just like that different smell of where am I? You know, mm. oh, just where am I? And like, and I remember I went to Dunkin' Donuts because I was like, I don't know what this food is. So I went to Dunkin' Donuts, my first actual meal was Dunkin' Donuts in South Korea. Right. Okay. Something familiar. Right. Something familiar. So I, I had a couple of donuts. And then my first night is when they, they took us out to 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 um to um to um dinner because we were in training. And that's when I had my first official Korean meal, which was um galbi. The you know the galbi and the um, we were introduced to soju that night. Oh, so, so, so was it so gotta be beef? Yeah, it was beef. Yes, it was oh. so gotta be. Yes, it was beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. 
so, so just so everybody knows, sole garbi, sole is cow, garbi is ribs. So he's talking about beef short ribs. Yes. The most, not the most, one of the most delicious Korean foods. I'm drooling as I say it. Oh my God. I <laughs> know. Uh, it's good. It's good. Delicious. So, oh. um, yes. So if you ever come to South Korea or if you have a Korean town in, in your local city, check it out. It's good. Koreans know how to, when it comes to service, especially with food, they know how to present, present, present. Okay. Mm-hmm. The side dishes, it, it's, it's, I'm hungry now. Okay. Next question. Yeah. But at least you <laughs> can get so gotta be easy when we're done this interview. I'm like, <laughs> We have two Koreatowns in Toronto. We have like the touristy mm-hmm. one, which is near downtown. And then we have the one where actual Korean people live. Uh, and I live near the the one where Korean p- people live, which is great because that's where all the restaurants are, like the really authentic restaurants. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because of um, her, that one, uh, mm-hmm. things are locked down. And so oh, everything yeah. is delivery or pickup. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I may just have to grin and bear it and just like go and get something to, to eat, like pick up for pick up, take out. Right. Um, I miss Korean food a lot. Uh, it is, uh, it's some, sometimes I get, um, like I eat it every day, but you know, every now and then I'm like, all right, I need a break. I need to go. Well, get, yeah, if that's what you're yeah, eating every yeah. day, then, then you right. you are more likely to miss Western food, I imagine. Where right. If you're eating right. Western food every day and you're used to, you know what I mean? Yeah. True, it's, true. It's the thing you don't get all the time that you miss. True, true. But anyways, I didn't ask you here to talk about food as much as I could talk about food all day. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to ask you about yes. teaching English. For you, yes. Yes. Do you see it as a lifelong career teaching English? Not English, but teaching, yes. Um, I've been teaching English um, all this time because each year I've been very lucky and blessed enough that my career has gotten better um, as time has gone by. Mm-hmm. Um, and that and that's one reason why I'm still here. Um, I didn't expect I didn't expect um uh, to be here this long, um, like I said, plan was just for one year. But every couple of years or every year, a new job or a new opportunity has presented itself to mm-hmm. me. And I was like, you know what? Why should I, you know, um, leave? Um, so I started out at, at a hagwon, a uh, very well-known hagwon here in um, South Korea. And then my second year, I was actually promoted to um, manager of that hagwon of at my branch that was very wow. uh, yeah it was very shocking um I, I i was surprised like me manager oh okay so they saw um, that leadership material yes and i'll and, and i'll come back to that in a second oh, um okay. yeah i'll go into the second so i said so so i did it for a year but um in the back of my mind i was like you know what i want to i want to try out different things south korea so I did it only for one year. Um, my manager at the head office, I think he was, I think he's still upset I left the the the, um, the, the company. 
Um, but I told him still upset, or you think I think he's upset. upset because I still contact him, um, you know, for like a reference or for um, for some documents. You know, Korea. You know how they need right. like a document, and just the way because something I learned and is listen to how people talk to you, not what they say to you. Yeah. Listen to how they talk to you. That tells you everything that you need to know. Mm-hmm. So. I just noticed he's very short. He's like, yeah, whatever. But I'm like, all right, dude. Like, I'm sorry, but I just wanted to try a little bit more. You know, just try things out a little bit more. So after I left the company, I I went to a um, very well-known high school in the city Mm -hmm. uh, where I worked there for two years. And then that's at the time. At the time, um, Seoul had one teacher one foreign teacher in every school in Seoul. Do you, do you remember, were, were you here when they had that? Where they had one foreign yeah. teacher in the- My first yeah. year, I was teaching yeah. in elementary school and I was the only foreign, like the, the only native English Right. Yeah. Right. They had one foreign teacher in every school in Seoul. So then the government decided, you know what? We don't need you anymore. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay. So I applied to a university. Um, I've heard about these these jobs at a university. And I said, you know what? That sounds like good, a good gig. So I applied to university and I got hired. I said, all right, well, I'm working at university now. So I started working I'm still at jealous university. of you for that, by the Why? way. Why? Because you know, well, you know, the listeners don't know how yeah. many years I attempted to get a job at I university. Know. And I failed every time. And when, like... Anyway, I'll talk, maybe I'll talk about that in, in a bonus episode, which by the way, if you're a member, if you are a Patreon member of mine and you are at the <laughs> next Polyglottal Stop tier, you get a bonus episode of the Polyglottal Stop every month. So maybe this is what I'll talk about in my bonus episode is my, <laughs> my uh, journey trying to get a university job uh, in South Korea. Right. So, so when I got the job, I was like, oh, I'm working at university. Um, and I'm still at that level. Now I'm at a different school, Mm -hmm. um, because, um, things, uh, teachers get moved around here a lot once they're at that level. And that's another conversation. Um, I think, I think Angelique knows, you know, what, what, what happens at the, at the five-year mark, there's a special thing that (laughs) happens at the five-year mark that I didn't know. It happens to everybody. Um, everybody or every foreign teacher. Um, every person who works at the university, once you hit five years in Korea, you are a permanent employee and it can't get rid of you. Once you hit that, once you hit that five year mark, that 366th day of your fifth year, well, your, well, your fourth year, once, once you hit that fifth year, the day of, you are a permanent employee of that university. Mm-hmm. So they can't get rid of you until you decide to leave. Now, foreigners we don't know this <laughs> mm-hmm. we didn't know this so what they would do is they will find some way to get rid of you um at the four-year mark and then we start to notice like why are people getting getting rid of us at the at, at the at the four-year mark yeah and we were it's not like we all moved. of a sudden i don't do good work my work has remained consistently good so what's going on exactly it's similar to what the hog wants do at the 11th month firing. You heard about that, right? 
Yeah, but that's illegal now, isn't it? It's illegal, yes. But Hogwan I mean, still do it. it. Yeah. They still do it. They still try to pull it. And it's like... I'm not sure if this was mentioned in the, the interview with Janae, which you would have hear, which everyone will have heard by now, but Ahagwan mm-hmm. is a private language academy, uh, just so right. everyone's aware. Um, and so that's, that's like after school um, extra lessons, basically. Right, right, right. So that, that happened to me um, at my first, in my first job. Um, I was like, what is going on? But luckily so like I was able- Mark, they got rid of you? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they got rid of me and the other teacher because the other teacher was, was four years too. Um, so I was like, you know what, I'm fine. But I found another job very quickly by the next university very 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 quickly That's lovely. so um so that happened but you know what um but i'm still um at the university um it's good it's great um do you want to this- continue teaching at the university level or uh would you like to teach you know other age groups i am okay with teaching other age groups um i would love to stay at 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 this level Mm -hmm. um but if something were to come up where i would teach like high school because i taught a high school before i actually like high school okay i told myself it was either high school or the uni level so i don't mind staying at the university level Mm -hmm. um but if something were to happen where i had to go back to teach at the high school level Mm-hmm. I will be fine because um, I actually enjoy I really do something I learned I really do enjoy teaching I really do um, especially when you see students that understand students that that comprehend that get it mm-hmm. um, I went when I see that smile because one thing uh, about teaching is teaching really is a skill and some people say oh well it's just it's oh you're a teacher oh um, yes i am a teacher i'm the one that got to push your child to do what they want to do okay Mm -hmm. so imagine me pushing your child plus all of my other 250 students i have to push as well Mm -hmm. and the one thing that gets me about teaching is i find that when i explain something if I have a class of 30 students, okay, I have 14 students. Hey, I don't get it. Okay. So now I gotta find a different way to explain to them so that they will understand. Right. Five more students still don't get it. All right, I gotta find a different way. Mm-hmm. And I always tell, I always say this to every class, be patient with your peers. Everybody is not gonna get it as quickly as you, mm-hmm. as easily as you just be patient because there's a time where you didn't understand something all right well thank you so much mike for spending this time with us um where can people find you online if they want to ask you some more questions or you can find me on instagram ig is mike check three two one I love that. Mic check, mic check, three, two, one, mic check. Mic check, how do three, you two, spell, one. How do you spell mic check? Okay. So it's M-I-C-H-E-Q-U-E, three, two, one. 
All Mike, right. check three, two, one. And I'll be sure to put a link to Mike's Instagram in the show notes as well. So if you do want to catch up with him, you can request to add him and follow him on Instagram and make friends. And like he said, he's an open book. So I'm sure he would be uh, open to you asking him some more questions about his experience teaching in Korea and living in Korea, working in Korea as a foreigner, as a black man. I'm, I'm volunteering you for these things, Mike, but I feel like I'm right, right? They can ask you these questions. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> Go okay. ahead. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes. good. Um, yes. All right. Most thank definitely. you so much, Mike. You're welcome. Anytime, Angelica. Yes, yes, yes. Thanks for listening today, folks. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Mike. I know I did. Remember, you can become a patron to unlock the rest of this awesome interview and be cool like my patrons Ray and Mike. You'll always get access to the full versions of any interviews I do, and at the top tier, you also get a bonus episode every month. Definitely find Mike on Instagram at MikeCheck321, and if you haven't already, be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at PolyglottalPod, comment, and share the posts with your friends so they can enjoy this podcast too. All links, including Mike's Instagram, are in the show notes, as always, and I'll see you next week for two more episodes of the Polyglottal Stop. Until then, stay safe and warm, or cool if you're down south, and remember that Black Lives Matter... Happy learning. <laughs>